and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we want to invite you to come join our Discord, where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon, and a shout-out to all of those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Iggy, Wolf. Blodimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, Center for Reproductive Rights, Das Chris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, The Brigade Alliance, Eric R. Oh, just gonna sneak right past you there. Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadowheart, Dickie Lopez, Licky Topez, Ricky Rope Bridge, Alex K, More Dine, Doma El Laca, Dr. Grittis, Forevermore, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Darren W, Marab Syndrome, Fig Tears, Zach S, Jamie H, Mr. Turtle, Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Corey, Pickle, Mr. Grimm, and Firedown. Shout out to new patron this week, Spot, because it rhymes with butt. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of session 128. We have just defeated Dizalin, the big bad of book five. Turns out he's coming back, though. He seems to be in a magical mirror that we can't destroy or do anything about. Ah, well, not our problem. We proceed to clear out Dizalin's shit. We stride through town, pulling the orb with us. We get back to the hotel and have some conversations about our path forward on various issues. The next day, we meet with Zyra and Nyrinda Shrain and set up a celebration with the whole family. They seem on the verge of attacking us, but think better of it. We then go to see Zirineth and the ghoul Zolgath. We hold Zirineth to his word to help bring Moonlight back. We need to sell a powerful sword we have to get the funds. Meanwhile, Zirineth and the wizards study the orb. Once we're all ready, Jeb communes with Moonlight once again. Moonlight indicates they're pretty bored of the spirit realm and ready to come back. We perform the ritual, and in a big 24-hour-long ordeal, Moonlight returns. I'll let Moonlight know that none of it would have been impossible without our dear friend Nidek. Now you get to talk to yourself. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I kind of want to see this. <laughs> you got this? So, you kept them alive? Uh, yeah. That's, uh, what I do. Well, thank you. Will you be accompanying us? Uh, no. I'm gonna be staying here and train. Got some work to do now. Yes, we're causing a coup, by the way. Brilliant. I loved it. It's funny. Thank you. That is wonderful, yes. <laughs> you're, 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 you're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, a coup? Uh, yes. Why? Why? <laughs> I'm not privy to all the details here. Wait, <laughs> I don't actually yeah. remember why. I why don't. are we doing this? Uh, it's complicated. I thought you... Zerneth holds his hand up. Yeah, Zerneth's Ostens- the one that wants it, right? Ostensibly for my assistance in bringing you back to this reality. Hi, my name's Zerneth, and he reaches down to shake your branches. He keeps calling the wizard a weird name. I don't see what's so weird about Albron. I think it's a fantastic name. No, it's it's the wizard. Fair enough. Yes, but ostensibly I allowed uh, the wizard here access to uh, one of my resurrect rituals, which he modified beautifully, by the way. I am actually, in fact, trying to wipe out this line of Urgothoan worshipping undead drow. Oh, okay. Urgothoa. They deal in... Well, lots of things, but horrendously they deal very much in the slave trade. I believe that your friends here are looking to make that industry collapse. And this is how they can help. Moonlight kind of looks down at themselves. 
Uh, I don't think I have a religious symbol for Ogre Thoa yet. Um, <laughs> but I don't seem to have any of them right now. I, I, I put them in a the box for you. I'll go get them. All your shit's in the mansion. It's in your old room. Oh, you kept my room? Uh, my servants did. I, so maybe I did subconsciously? The room doesn't show up in the mansion unless you want it to and you cast the spell. He does have a heart. Aww. Tyler made it. <laughs> Tyler <laughs> made it. <laughs> well, I guess if there's some slavers to kill, where do we sign up? Right in the other room. Uh, by the way, Moonlight, Peach Pie's been in charge since you left. We need a better person. He's doing a terrible job. <laughs> yes, I have been. Here's your staff, by the way. Oh, the ringleader staff? The yes. Smooth black wood, topped with, uh, what was it topped with? An elephant? Uh, some sort of animal. I don't even remember. Yeah, an animal. Elephant sounds right. It's been so long. But yes. Thanks. Oh, Moonlight, there's some, there's even better loot I have in the magic room, in the storeroom, but, um, you might want to transfer some rooms and shit, see if anything interests you. Cut back to the, the small one, one bed motel room at the Aching Bones, and the jackal and the worm and Cormenter and Kufar and all of the magic items and shit just plop out in the middle of this floor in this tiny motel room. Cormenter and Kufar look at each other and she just goes, Oh, damn it, we had that organized so nicely. Nah. So you guys will have to rest and recuperate before, lest you become fatigued. Yeah, Moonlight definitely needs to rest. We mansion back up. Moonlight, you are back in the party. You're back in the party sheet. Oh, that felt Yay! so Yay! Ah, <laughs> uh, the good old Golden Laws Church Book. I should remove the word illuminated, though. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't really anymore. do that anymore. <laughs> it's no longer <laughs> glowing. Zaraneth is happy to watch uh, Kyborn for another day or two. He says, don't take too long. They're going to notice this guy missing after a little bit. He leaves occasionally to take care of some deals in secretive places throughout town, but he's never gone for that long. So we'll see you in a day or two. Sounds good to me. Yup. Three days. Three days. Three days. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be obstinate. <laughs> so what did Moonlight do with their 17th and 18th levels? Anything fun? They're a fighter now. Yeah, clearly we worked everything. Uh, I'm just going to have a quick GM input here. Moonlight is 18th level. Yes, Moonlight was 15 when they died. But between the Aeon Orb and the Dagger and the fact that I don't want to have to deal with it otherwise, 18 is where Moonlight is at for level. If you have a problem with it, go to our Patreon and donate money. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't have a problem with it, also go to our Patreon. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot going on. A couple skill feats, a couple class feats. The exciting stuff, level 16, got the effortless concentration like Jeb has, so I can sustain a spell for free every round. Hell yeah. It's pretty exciting to me. What were your sustains? Scary black circle thing was one of your sustains, right? Yeah, that's one of my sustains. Hideous laughter, too. Yeah, no, hideous laughter. I've got quite a few sustain spells, actually. Yeah. 17th level, my ancestry feat, I took regrowth, which <laughs> gives me... Uh, 
regenerate as a seventh level primal spell every day. Appropriate. Um, I feel like, yeah, just, you know, after dying, they're trying to find ways to not die again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that again. Yeah, that sucked. Uh, 17th level, they also get resolve, similar to the wizard. 18th level, I took echoing spell, which means uh, if I cast a 4th level spell or lower that has no duration, I can cast it again the next round without expending a spell slot. That's pretty cool. Um, And then for my skill fee for level 18, I took legendary performer. So now people with like a DC 10 society check can recall knowledge about me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Moonlight comes back to the world of the living and single-handedly saves the Circus of Wayward Wonders because performance-wise, they were falling apart. I don't know what you're talking about. We got a banshee. But hey, they had a great manager. (laughs) They had a great manager. It was really funny. Like, every time you guys tried to or needed to make a performance check of any kind, you just fucked it all up. It was great. Oh, we did the banshees. Fine. Nidex did the Banshees. Nidex still did the Banshees. (laughs) Whatever. Like we said, a really good manager. (laughs) That apparently can sing. Okay, well, Moonlight to level 18. I suppose you're going to go back to doing that thing where you don't tell me what spells you took until you cast them, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably, alright. You don't don't really need to know. Fine, keep your secrets. They're spells. They do things. Alright, well... After a, a day of rest, Cormenter's going to ask Nidak, Nidak, I'd really like to have you come and take a look at something with me here. Is that something you, you'd be willing to do? Uh, yeah. What do you need? She takes you over to the dining room table where all the maps and sheets of papers are, are you know, neatly spread out. It's going to take a lot to keep this whole thing running if this scheme ends up playing out. Where's your place in all this? My place? What do you mean? Well, I have... I'm putting up plans here to prepare for the fall of the Shrain nobility. It's not going to be easy. Well, yeah. I'm going to be here to help you. You're, you're going to stay and help? Well, yeah. I mean, eventually, I want to take over that damn Redefens. Uh, that car is on. I kill him with my own hands. Well, maybe a spell or two, but... <laughs> I can finish with my hands around his neck, even if he's dead already. <laughs> Well, if we are successful in train, and we're able to keep the overthrowing of the government away from the Erdefans, if they find out that the government has collapsed, they'll end up attacking with the complete chaos. They could take the city. Well, I don't see why they'd find out. I mean, they don't actually come into the city. They haven't really gotten that close yet. There's certainly something to be concerned about. Yeah, I found if you're concerned about too much, I mean, you spend your whole life being concerned. You just kind of got to go with the flow sometime. And she looks down at her maps and all of her scribbled notes and things. I'm still going to try to execute the plan. That doesn't mean you can't have a plan. Oh, good. I'm glad you weren't telling me to not have a plan. I can see that's just not how you operate. No, there has to be a plan. And two backup plans. Well, my job will be to keep everybody alive. All right. I can do that. You need me to talk to people? I can talk to people. People love me. For right now, let's let me go over this with you. And she starts qu- 
quick fire shooting off different uh, defensive positions where different garrisons of Shrain troops are housed, uh, where Shrain nobility lives, uh, as well as where all the slaves are being held, and she has a lot of a lot of plans, and she draws Nidek into it. Yeah, Nidek will um, nod and listen and use every ounce of his deception to make it seem like he understands and is paying attention. <laughs> is paying attention. <laughs> you said three days before you go back to Zaranath. Is there anything specific you'll be doing in those three days? Are we really waiting three days? No. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought I thought you were being If we're ready, we're ready. No, we're good. So you guys head back to Zaranath's. So Zaraneth is going to be the primary check. The secondary checks required are society. Anyone who can help in society, they'll be looking for. You probably shouldn't have gotten rid of Nidek yet. Because other than the wizard, he's the only one with society. Well, I'm sure it wouldn't be hard to convince Nidek to, to, you know, get pulled away from the planning. Get rid of what literally needs to be done in order for him and Cor stuff to happen? Shit, hold on. I think Cormenter might actually have society. Because, yeah, I feel like they'd be more invested in this than we are. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to help, but I can't help. <laughs> we, we, we just walk away. <laughs> You're like, you guys got this now, right? All right, like, bye. <laughs> Y'all good? Huh? Yep, see ya. Cormenter's going to join in with the society check. I would imagine we'll have Nidek make a society check. The DC on this one is 40. Well, do you want the failure, or do you want me to risk a critical failure? <laughs> Because Nidex society is only a 24, so... Right now we're sitting at a negative 4 for Zaranath. You fuckers, you can't even help him. This, again, is also a very long ritual. But this one goes as kind of a wave. Uh, going into the first half of it, Zaranath actually uses the Aeon Orb's energy to aid, and so he has to filter the energy from the Aeon Orb into Kyborn's body, and as he's doing that, he's writhing and, and like, seizuring on the chair as he's shaking and tied to it. About halfway through the ritual, all of the skin on his body begins to grow back and turn, uh, you know, a, a pale purple color, like like a drow's skin color would look like. Uh, his hair grows in thicker and is black and curly, and uh, his cheekbones fill in, and all of his muscles fill in, and he looks like a drow noble. And then it all begins to drain away again as the ritual comes to a close. And as soon as he's done, Zaranath steps up to Kyborn, who's been screaming and fighting it this whole time, and casts a spell. Recognize spell. It's modify memory. Okay. So first I'm going to do his primary caster check on this. Okay, that's with the minuses. Zaranath gets a 45. So it's not a critical success, but it is a success. And then when he goes in for the, the modify memory spell, Kyborn has to make a save. And he gets bad. Like, really bad. Oh, God. He's at a plus 15. What level is this poor bastard? <laughs> not, not 18th level like you guys are. <laughs> yeah, he, he got an 18 on that. So his eyes go blank and his jaw kind of creaks open and back in his undead form as Zaraneth begins 
placing a memory into himself. You had a lucrative deal that was happening outside of town, right into the ruins, and you were meeting some mysterious stranger, and they didn't show. So you went to go look for them, and after spending a few days out in the desert, you decided that it was a waste of your time, and you turned back and go to Shrain. Return to your duties. Oh, and go to the parade. Duties? The Zolgath afterwards goes and, like, knocks him out and pulls him out of the ruins and leaves him with his back against a broken ruin wall to wake up and then go about his day. Zareneth turns to Cormenter and Nidek. Hopefully this goes well. Do you have plans in place? I have so many plans in place. Would you like me to show you? Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Nidek's just shaking his head. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> So at this point, what does the circus do? Dark Trap here is done. Let's go to book six. We got any loose ends we need to tie up before we, uh... How the fuck are we even getting back? We're gonna risk the biscuit with a teleport. It was covered early on that you would go back to the location where you started to leave the Black Desert, and then you could use the ring again. Oh, yep, yep. I remember that vaguely. But that's going to take a while to walk back to that area. We got time to uh, move some runes around on Moonlight's armor. <laughs> Do we want to sell shit and buy shit? You know, before the whole government collapses. Yeah. <laughs> God, we're like America. We just go in and fuck up the place, and we're like, figure it out. <laughs> See ya. Peace out. <laughs> Would definitely take the plus two greater resilient off of one of those elven chain. Nah, just wear the elven chain, bro. Yeah, where nothing bad will happen. Become the thing. Moonlight wasn't there for that. Uh, Just put it on. Yeah, just do it. Just wear it. it. I want to see what happens when a leshy becomes a grave knight. (laughs) Wait, so those six with the plus two greater resilient elven chain are the grave knight ones? Yes. Those are the grave knight ones. So it doesn't even say that. No, it doesn't. They're super cursed. They're super cursed. I don't know if you're going to fuck with them if they're that cursed. <laughs> they're super cursed. Yeah, we should probably just sell the uh, armor and buy new armor that's not cursed. Yeah, I'm cool with selling the cursed armor here before it like falls apart and we bail. So, sell a bunch of shit? So, like, Moonlight's looking through all this stuff and is just like, uh, I don't really know what most of this is. <laughs> Pulls up this circlet. Yeah, I guess there really isn't anything that you would use, is there, other than the circlet? I was going to say, the circlet. If you explain to Moonlight what the circlet is, they would definitely be like, oh yeah, that would be good. That's all you. Circlet of persuasion. So Moonlight gets the circlet of persuasion. That's what, plus two to deception and diplomacy, and two to charisma. Jesus. Holy fuck, I'm broke. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty broke myself. I just looked at my inventory. I got eight silver and six copper. I don't even have a gold. I think we all went down to get Peach Pie the Extendi rune. Yeah, I so totally broke. had like 3,000 gold. <laughs> <laughs> and that fucking staff. And that fucking staff. So you guys, uh, after performing the ritual on Kyborn, decide to start making plans to head back to the surface, I would assume? How about we just give the orb back to Nidek and we leave? I mean, we did say that the circus was just going to be part of the party. Oh no, what if we just don't show up? <laughs> or ever come back here? So, Nidek, 
I hope you're able to make this place a little better for the people who live here so there's not, you know, slaves and things. We don't really need the orb, we've got the reflection. So, we're just going to leave it here with you. You can put it back in the Temple of Zulkandur if you want, so the jungle there doesn't die, or whatever. Oh, so you, y'all are leaving? Oh, yes. We've accomplished our goals. We've brought Moonlight back and... Ended slavery? Ended you know, slavery. not a big deal. <laughs> like <laughs> We have Moonlight. We don't need you anymore. So, oh, bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> you were a good friend, Nidek. I'm glad we got to know each other. I hope, like, when we finish this book, there's, like, a... Like an ending of a fucking Lord of the Rings when everybody gets together in one room? Yes. In slow motion and soft focus. Yeah, Nidex just waiting there on a bed and I jump in. His skin's withering away. <laughs> it's fucking gross. I said maybe he's not worth to have a friend. Oh, you guys are so so wonderful. <laughs> hey, you're the one that made the gross guy. That's what the Bones mystery is, okay? <laughs> there are pieces of him le- all over the place. He's just dripping off. It's gross. Well, I certainly would not be where I am today without y'all, so it's uh, definitely been a pleasure to meet y'all. If you ever come back this way... Oh, we will! Hopefully this city's a... A bustling metropolis of... A l- little more cleaned up, maybe a little less dead. Or undead, should I say? Right. Not that I really have anything against the undead, just, you know, slavery. Definitely fighting against that. Fuck slavery! <laughs> Peace. <laughs> N- Nidek and Cormenter go off to. Cormenter is definitely supposed to die, take, right? Take over Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. She didn't. Is she the one I blinded? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, she's the one that you blinded. You and blinded then, her, and then we brought, gave her her vision back. And, and healed all of her scars. <laughs> we were like, we can kill you, or we could, you could just like join us and we'll heal you. <laughs> or you can join us and then we'll kill you and then grow you a new body. That looks totally different. <laughs> yes, how do you feel about reincarnation? <laughs> Or coming back as an undead. We like to dabble. What does Nidek do with the Aeon Orb? Like, what's Nidek's goal with it? Would you think? Um, I just think it's neat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think he would keep it in the city, try to get the city to uh, start to regrow. Maybe get some trees growing around here. Get some crops and fuck that cradle of worms place. I mean. Who the hell cares if there's trees there? Nothing useful was living in them. Didn't the druids want us to bring it back, or did they just want <laughs> yeah, us to have the residents? The druids wanted you to Dude, bring it back. Fuck the druids. <laughs> they were they were being all culty. Like it was weird. Literally left it with Nidek to spite the druids. <laughs> Pretty much. Like if they hadn't asked for it, we probably would have brought it back. <laughs> Nidek is totally also going to yeah team up with Zareneth to try to uh if they can figure out a way to use this orb to power stuff, whether that be spells, basically what Dazalan was doing. <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, but we've got a better... But we're the good 
feet. We got more oh. better morals about it. <laughs> oh, Nidex, say goodbye to Zerneth for me. How many are deafened camps are on our walk home? Uh, we can we destroy on our way back? Look how easily we could just drop bursts to just walk by. <laughs> 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 Dude, I, 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 picked, I picked up what was it, meteor or something? Meteor yeah, your meteor swarm. swarm. <laughs> yeah, the spell you yeah. said you weren't going to use. Yeah, I could drop some meteor swarms. So you guys are leaving now, then? I fucking have been wanting to leave this place since we got here. And wiping out every deafened encampment on the way. The straight line, you wouldn't have to encounter any of them. Oh, we're, we're not taking straight lines. <laughs> All right, just so just so I'm clear, um, Ufar, Corey, obviously staying here. Nidex staying here. Wurmples, Crystal Jackal. Banshee. Banshee coming with us. The Fungus Man. Kufar is not coming with us? That's right, Fungus Man. Fungus Man, Kufar is not coming with you. I want my shit back. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Here. You know how much I miss Bartle Boy? I need to get back to my Bear Boy. Bartle. He is the best cuddle Bartle. session ever. You guys ever cuddle with a bear? Uh. No. Yeah? It's, pl- it's completely platonic, I swear. Before we leave, Peach Pie will go to Cory and Nidek and Kufar. Nidek perhaps is a little less trustworthy, but uh, <laughs> you stole from the party. You look so, so hurt. <laughs> so hurt. Anyway, uh, I know that you don't have much in the way of resources, and things are expensive. I've got really all I need, so. Here's some funds I can give you to help with your revolution. And I'll give them the 8,000 gold I just made. Jesus! The fuck? Stop that! And I'll officially change my alignment to chaotic good. Dun, 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 dun. And this is where I go evil and steal the money back. (laughs) (laughs) David, you could have given me that money. 8,000 all of command. Bernard steps in and says... Beach Bay! That's, uh... That's a lot of money! <laughs> the revolution is not as important as us saving the world. <laughs> That's really nice of you, Peach Pie, especially on top of the 3500 I already have from be- hanging out with y'all. No, no, Jack. This is for revolutionary purposes. <laughs> he says and can't, yes. can't stop himself from laughing a little well, bit. <laughs> you see, when we take over the the merchant quarter area. We just get all the stuff anyways. So what you're saying is you don't need the money, but we, you appreciate the gesture, and he <laughs> takes it back. Well, mostly I felt bad because Corminter had no armor, and Kufal now has no armor. There's a At bunch least of Grave Knight armor. prepared. Don't become cursed with the Grave Knight armor. It's a bad <laughs> idea. It's a single buy that armor. <laughs> you told the guy that you sold it to that it was cursed, right? Because I think he'd give you probably a better price uh, for it. Yeah, a better price if he knew it was cursed. give you a better price. Oh, yeah. This gives me Grave Knights? This Fucking gives right. you literally six Grave Knights to do your bidding. This is so good. I'd have to say those are probably the most awful things we encountered. In the, uh, maybe the Grim Reapers. I don't know. The lesser deaths are the worst thing we've That found. healing, that fucking aura, though, is just... No, it's, it's the misfortune insane. aura? It's just ridiculous. Then there's one last thing that I want to do before we transition Dance back off. to the surface. As you all are leaving, Zareneth goes and runs to the edge of town to catch you before you actually leave. And he goes up to the wizard. Oh, oh, oh Rod, sorry. Oof, I, I wanted to catch you. Here, I, I have this thing. 
that you left behind, and I figured maybe you might want it. And he pulls out a black and white two-tone face mask. And he says, I know you used to take these on scouting missions for the lantern bearers and, and information gathering. And I just thought maybe maybe you left it behind by accident. Here. Thank you. Weird thing is, I thought I actually had that in my inventory. Just because I don't know much. Like, are the lant- like is this guy a good guy? Like, what are these lantern bears? He's, his alignment technically is good, yes. Oh, okay. So lantern bears he's, are like- He's neutral good. Lantern bears aren't technically really a thing anymore. No, they're dumb. Like, it was a one thing, or it's like... It was an anti-drow thing, that, but now everybody knows the drow are around. Oh, yeah, the whole okay. point of their existence was to make sure that people didn't find out about the drow, and obviously that didn't... Guess fail. what? You failed. Yeah. It's fucked up, huh? So the Winter Council just kind of dissolved the lantern bearers. So as the the newly reformed Circus of May- Wayward Wonders goes for their seven-day trek out of the Desert of the Black Sands, you make your way out with no issue. How many nerf camps did we take up? This is canon. <laughs> On your way out, you just you snuff out two or deafen camps. No big deal. So, completely skipping all diversions from the sounds of it, minus Spencer's desire for dropping ninth level spells on her deafen camps. Hey, that's not my desire. That's my... It's, uh, it's your pledge. To yeah, it's it. my pledge. To, that's what I was trying to say. Take a few deafen camps out on the way out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> While the circus is traveling through the Vault of the Black Desert, getting outside of it and outside of its teleportation range, it takes them about a week. During that week, Nidek... Corbentor and the Aeon Orb have some difficulties taking over Shrain. Well, yeah, Dazalin's gonna come back. Dazalin reconstitutes himself in the mirror, rages about his office and his lab for a bit. They never got to consecrate. That we told him to. I thought the sisters said they were gonna have to. They were gonna take care of it. Well, the sisters were going to take care of it until they started slowly crumbling into dust. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess we uh, kind of killed them all. Shot ourselves in the foot in that one, huh? Cormenter has had several plans laid out, and I'm going to leave a lot of that open and not really go too much more into it, just to have the possibility. Nidek, Cormenter, Kufar, and who else is down there? Oh, Zaraneth, that's right. How, can, how could I forget? And the, and the Zolgath Ghoul. Yep. Ooh, I'll play the Zolgath Ghoul. I actually think that'd be really fun, as long as it wouldn't take too many sessions. It probably wouldn't take one, like, two. But yeah, we're just going to leave that open. We might come back to that. Who knows? Uh, we might have some time to fill before our next adventure, and that would be a fun way to fill that time. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, the circus makes their way out of the teleportation restriction zone, the no teleportation zone. I want to see the sunlight. Yes, I would like to see the sunlight. I'm getting seasonal depression from being underground. <laughs> like, vicariously through my character. Peach Pie has seasonal depression? <laughs> yeah, yes. it's rough. Peach Pie has seasonal depression from being underground and not seeing the sun. So when you guys get back to the surface and you shift back right next to the Marshstone Tower, being this close and being on the Cortos Isles, those artifacts, those relics that you're carrying, Jeb, your weapon, Peach Pie, the hammer, Moonlight, 
the dagger that's now incorporated into your form, you now unlock a grand gift for your relics. And remind me, um, did we have to go through the different steps in order to... Speechify, what's yours? I took the life one, because that's what my other two are. Just uh, as a refresher, my minor gift is called Bestow Life, which lets me tap something with my hammer and make it animate, which I haven't used in a long time. My major is inextinguishable, which means I can go to dying five instead of dying four. And then with die hard, it makes it like dying six. That's pretty good. Uh, It also gives me a critical success on any saves that I succeed on versus negative or death effects, which are pretty much all fortitude anyway, so I was already doing that. The final thing, the thing I just picked up, is life everlasting my uh like whatever grand gift or whatever two actions once per day for one minute i emit positive energy and a 10-foot emanation centered on me at the end of my turn i and all of my allies in the area regain 10 hit points if you or an allied creature would die due to an increased dying value you can dismiss life everlasting as a free action to prevent that death if you do their dying value doesn't increase nice Hell yeah. Nice. So I can pop a, a small heal and stop somebody from dying. That's, that's like giving everybody in the party uh, fast healing 10. To a degree. Happens at the end of my turn, though. I'm just leaning a little more into the clown eternal there. What do you got, Jeb? Uh, so <laughs> I have Apothecary's Garden, which is the mushrooms, which is now four mushrooms a day. And then I've got Paddle Dance. Once per hour, I can turn into a cloud of petals and leaves with this swarm trait granting me immunity what? to falling damage. <laughs> it's more so just like, I don't know, I can like squeeze into spaces. It lasts a minute, but the big thing is uh, the relic gains a reaction, so I'm assuming not me, the relic itself, gains a reaction that triggers when you fall or take damage, applying the gift's resistance, weakness, and immunity to falling. So if I fall, I don't take any falling damage. Where you basically turn into a puff of leaves, leaves and, and petals. And petals right before you hit the ground. Yeah. Love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> and the, gra- the grand is Megaflora. I create a giant plant that has a bunch of stats to it. I can make a corpse flower that makes people sick for two rounds, also stunned on a critical failure. Or it's a thorns flower, which is some burst damage, and then Tree of Life, which seems like it'd be kind of interesting outside of combat, but for a minute, we can pick berries from this tree per round, granting 2d8 plus 5 hit points. Oh, nice. So basically, if we could heal Max once a day from that, that's what my axe can do now. The power of leaves and the power of storms come together. What about uh, Moonlight? Shroud of the Afterlife. Once per day, I can shroud my powers from beyond the living realm for one minute, in which case I take on a pallet appearance and gain poison resistance equal to half my relic's level and a plus one status bonus to saving throws against death effects, disease, effects that would make you paralyzed, poisoned, and sleep effects. In addition, the DC for your recovery check is 9 plus your dying value instead of 10 plus your dying value. I thought that one was interesting, and then for my grand gift, I'm going to take... Grim Spectre, which once per day you can call upon the terrifying powers that fuel your relic to transform yourself into a specter of death. You become incorporeal, have no physical body, 
You're immune to effects that require a physical body, including precision damage as well as exposure to most diseases and poisons. You also have resistance to all damage equal to half of your relic's level. Force damage, ghost touch attacks, negative damage, and positive damage ignore this resistance. Damn. The resistance doubles against non-magical damage. You can move through solid objects. When inside an object, you can't perceive, attack, or interact with anything outside it, and you're always slow to one. Corporal creatures can pass through you, but can't end their turns in your space. You can't attempt strength-based checks, unless those objects have the ghost touch property. This all sounds really familiar. Um, and then it's a sustain the action up to one minute. Yeah, it's kind of like being a ghost. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of... I mean, basically, <laughs> basically, I do become a ghost for like one minute. But it, is, it does have to be sustained. Nice. Interesting. Very interesting. But I just think it, like with having died, it, it's kind of fun. No, absolutely. I agree. Wizard. You got something for me? I don't know if I specifically have something for you because I was really I was looking for a tenth level spell that had the ice trait. There's nothing. There's also no ninth level. There's nothing. There's nothing in ninth level, and I feel like you might be getting left out of this a little bit. So create your own spell. We're gonna give your pipe a major, major gift and, and a grand gift. Sure. Yes. Hell yeah. I already got him. I already got him picked out. I'm going dragon. Dragon, huh? Yeah, I'm taking Worm's Flight and Draconic Ascendance. Explain yourself. Worm's Flight, two action, once per day. Ghostly Draconic Wings grant you a fly speed equal to your speed or 20 feet, whichever is greater. This lasts for 10 minutes or until you dismiss the effect. At 17th level, you can activate and dismiss the ability as often as you want, and it has unlimited duration. So I just have Dragon Wings, unlimited. You can fly... I can fly unlimited at my speed of 40 feet. What have I done? That Grand seems a gift. little broken compared. That's a major gift? That is a major gift. Grand. What? Grand gift. Two actions. Once per hour, I can cast eighth level dragon form, targeting myself. Nice. I get to make a plant. Thanks, Tyler. Uh, what <laughs> happened? What have I done? It's, it's It was the most fitting thing I could find. I mean, it, it works. Yeah, it, it certainly works. Uh, and I haven't been using dragon shit in a while, so I might wait until, like, a good opportunity to actually break out the grand gift before I break break out the wings. Like, I'll probably do, like, a eighth-level dragon transformation in combat or something. Well, and I was going to say mental bastion from, from mind, but fuck. I didn't think that was going to happen, Ted. Yeah, you, you're gonna regret it immediately. Yeah, well, yeah. immediately before thank you were you, even thank done. Thank you for unlimited. Thank you for letting me just fly. Like before you were even done, I was like, "What have I done?" And once per hour, a level dragon form. I'm huge, and the stats are actually halfway decent. So the wizard's pipe flares with unexpected power. <laughs> just out of nowhere, just like whoa, whoa, whoa where'd it come from? I'm a dragon now. I do like that it's ghostly draconic wings, though. And they're, of course, multicolored, rainbow colored. Yeah, I would have to say they would be. Obviously, right? yeah. Maybe a little cold mixed in. Like maybe there's just like an ice trail. Just icy wings. Icy rainbow. That <laughs> flies through the sky. So you make your way back to Willowside from the Tower of Empty Stones. And when you arrive, you see a town that is 
does not look the way that you left it. The defensive perimeters, the traps, the ruined homes, the Zolgath corpses, the the dinosaurs, and everything that you left behind. It's all gone. Cleaned up. There's a couple of buildings that still look like they're under repair, but everything is well on the way here on Willowside. And right in the middle, you see a site that brings relief. The big top tent set up in the square within walking distance. What do you do first when you get to Willowside? Look for the professor. Yeah. Run towards the tent looking for the professor and all of our friends. As you make your way through town, it's obvious people recognize you. They wave at you and hello and greetings as you run and rush by. Even Lederick sees you on one of his patrols and he gives a one, one arm on the hip, the other arm up in a two-fingered salute as you run by. When you get to the circus grounds and the town center, there is an immediate flurry of activity. Everything from Fidget running up to you and bouncing back and forth on two feet. Hey, how would it go? How would it go? How, uh, did everything go okay? I see you all made it back, all right? And, you know, you've got Dingo's there in his uh, red plaid, and everybody kind of starts circling around you as you get there. And after not much longer, you find the professor. Each by just, just cries, can't help himself. He gives everybody a, lo- a hug, just a little too long, maybe. The, the dwarven throwers take a while because they stand on each other's shoulders so that you can give them hugs one at a time. Each one. And you you get to like 12, and you're like, I've hugged all of you already. They keep cycling. They I, keep cycling. I don't care. I keep going. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with this. HR gets involved. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, with Mr. Tickles at her side, greets the Crystal Jackal with enthusiasm. She's just excited to see more animal friends making their way up. Oh, shit. They're going to wonder where Turtle is. Oh. Even Wormpulse, who's approached with some hesitancy to start with, Ellie goes in, tickles Wormpulse right under his little wormy chin, and he purrs. And then slithers out and goes and starts playing with all of the other circus animals. The blood wolf is here. Bardolph. Also, quick question. Is there a massive storm cloud above us? There is. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. In fact, as you were making your way over from the tower to Willowside, the storm clouds that gather above are thick. Even though it's like 3 p.m., it's right in the middle of the afternoon, there's a shadow that falls across the whole town as you approach. My depression is visible. As you're all watching the people and around you and greeting them as they're patting you on the back and welcoming you back to the circus, they're all very excited. It's not difficult to see that as they're looking around at all of the new faces, all of the new performers that you've brought in, they, they keep looking for more, like... After a while, there's some whispers that you catch. Where's Turtle? You get to the professor, and in his new voice, says, Ah, welcome back, Moonlight. It's so good to have you back around. Oh, I'm so glad to see that you're all safe. Well, actually, hold on. Where's Turtle? (laughs) You hear from the distance. Yeah, so... You, you did mention that Jeb's rain cloud casts a shadow, and you do notice that the shadows actually like cling to Moonlight a little more than they used to. And Ooh. Moonlight's just going to be like, they, they died. 
thunder in the distance as Jeb's storm goes off. Right before I did. Right before I did? <laughs> oh, shit. And the thunder goes off a second time. Lightning interspersed with... <laughs> yeah, Peach Pie's crying in the background. Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, you died? But you're here. I'm so sorry to hear about Turtle. Yes. I'm here because they brought me back. Oh, they did? I was gone for about a month. A month? People start looking at each other and, and kind of murmuring. Most have their heads down right now, just taking in that news. Then Dingo breaks the silence. Well, you're here now, yeah? So, we should put on a circus. It won't be the same without Turtle. <laughs> but yes, I agree. Yes, there are some new friends that we could show everybody in the performance. This is Wumbles, my good new friend. He's a purple worm. He's adorable. I know. Wait till you see the banshee. Sorry, the what? The what? <laughs> is the banshee still in the hammer, or is she just floating around, or what? The banshee hangs out in the hammer, especially when you reach uh, the surface. Topside. Yeah, topside, she can't really be out and about. No sunlight weakness thing. That's why I carry the, th- the thunderstorm everywhere. <laughs> I blot out the sun for all undead to live freely. And come see the Circus of Wayward Wonders. <laughs> yep. In a rain cloud. You can even put on your advertisements, come get out of the rain under the big top. It's only raining because we're there. <laughs> Literally. Come to the way- Circus of Wayward Wonders. Bring your children. Bring your parents. Bring your grandparents. Did they die a while ago? No problem. Bring them anyway. <laughs> you got the money? We'll bring them back. This is how you guys are going to get a show in Geb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, now I want to put the Circus of Wayward Wonders into the <laughs> in at some point. I really want to. I really want to. Uh, <laughs> You've seen advertisement for a circus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, like we said so long ago, the show must go on. But where? Good question. Although I've come to love Willowside, truly. It's, uh... Awfully small. It's not turning profits anymore. We're either barely breaking even, or maybe occasionally losing money on some shows, and a more profitable destination would be helpful. I'm sorry, I already gave all my money away. No, I mean, don't worry about it. We've been able to... Everybody has taken the cuts that have been appropriate to help the circus survive, and... If we find ourselves in a new location now, perhaps we can recoup a lot of those funds and bonus dividends for the rest of the performers. Actually, I've been scouting while you were all gone. And I know that someday we all want to perform in Absalon. We're not quite there yet. But luckily, soon, soon, very soon, the Radiant Festival will happen in Absalon. And there are talent scouts in the port city of Diabel right now. If we go now... Perhaps we can impress upon them. That will gain us access to Absalom before the festival. Did, did you hear this from your girlfriend? Does your girlfriend have uh, a, 
cousin or an aunt or something that lives there? <laughs> God, I forgot about all There's that. Another Jesus. one. <laughs> a man doesn't kiss and tell. I, I know plenty of men that kiss and tell. <laughs> Wizard. No, there's not another Vandy at Diabelle. <laughs> Although, as Tessa would suggest, Diabelle as a next good step, if you were to ask her. Well, you've had more time to uh, think about this than we have, so I'll take your word for it. It's the real question, Professor. Are you going to bring the mayor with you? What? Oh, goodness, no. Tessa and I have talked about this. Sorry, as Tessa, Mayor Vandy. And I have talked about this. We knew that it was a fling. It just lasted a little longer than, you know, a couple of nights, a couple of weeks. It was, uh, it was great. It was wonderful. Especially after you gave me back my voice. It makes me feel young again. I forgot about that, too! <laughs> but the circus, the circus is life. And the circus needs to move on. She understands that. Yes, well, if she's not ready to, to run away to the circus, then yes, <laughs> it is what it is. What's the quickest way to Diabelle? By boat would probably be the quickest. It is a major port city. You're able to go by boat because during the siege you saved the Geodes Center, the ship that comes into Willowside's pier most often. Luckily for you, they're right on track to come back after one of their first runs after repairing the ship. So, if you go by boat, it doesn't take very long. A couple of days' travel. The circus has enough funds. Uh, the professor's been, you know, taking some profits and setting them aside for the, for the ship trip over to Diabelle or wherever else you would be going next. And you head on your way. Oh, yeah, I don't know why we didn't get this picture or something like it last time. Here's the captain for the ship, the Geode Center, Tiratel Uncrid. She's like an aquatic elf or something? What is she? Real sick. I think she must be. I love that. The eye patch pulled up. Reveal the dead eye. Really cool. Maybe on our way. an interesting port city. Was there something you wanted to do on the boat, David? Sorry. Um, no, not really. Okay. I bet there's something the wizard would like to do on the boat. What would the wizard like to do on the boat? Uh, Tiratel Uncrit, apparently. Would be my guess. <laughs> That's all done. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> when you get to Diabelle, Diabelle is uh, its an interesting city. It's considered to be, what do they call it, uh, the back door of Absalom. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, right. Uh, it's very heavily uh, influenced by the, Co the Cortos Consortium. There are many mercantile guilds and traders guilds and workmen's guilds here. There's a lot of lords and uh, you know, from Absalom or owners of large trading shipments or even those who want to be influential in politics, as well as all of the working class handling the, the docks and the ship movements and the storefronts and even all the taverns and things like that. Although Diabelle is not technically a larger city than Eskadar, the increased opportunity in Diabelle comes from the fact that these are traders' ships coming from all over Galarian. And most of them dock in Diabelle to get their wares into Absalom by land. You get off on the dock and crew begin unloading the circus immediately. It's your job, or whoever you assign to do the, the task, to find a location 
This is really one of the first times in a while that you haven't had a direct contact in town in order to find a site for the circus. So, who's going to do that? Well, I'm sure somebody comes up to the boat when we land to, like, register us or something. Well, I mean, there's certainly the port authority that would talk to mostly the captain, uh, the captain of the ship. I would think we would just ask them, like, who we need to talk to to register as performers in the city and to get a plot of land to perform on. The Port Authority would direct you to some of the local governmental offices where you can get licenses and and permits (laughs) and all of that good stuff. And then largely ignores you after that, after giving that information to continue into his clipboard, which has manifests and documents that Captain needs to sign. There's a lot of hustle and bustle. And maybe some people look askance at you as you're walking by. I mean, Daivo gets a lot of characters, but it's not very often they see a, you know, a six foot seven clown standing next to the tie-dye wizard. And if they get close enough, moonlight. And then not to mention the cloud overhead. That rolls into town with the ship. Yep. (laughs) Right in with the ship. Actually, the captain might be a little pissy about that whole situation. Can you turn it off? <laughs> I I don't have a sheath for my axe, and that's the word. That's the wording in the thing is sheathing the weapon. I'll, I could craft you, you one. Putting it through a loop would work. <laughs> Maybe you just don't care to. I don't care. I like the weather. <laughs> <laughs> so then I guess you got uh, Jeb. Certainly would draw some eyes. A little crack of electricity going through his beard. But you're on your own. Who wants to talk to the city officials to try to secure a plot of land? I mean, Moonlight would. Well, the bell dings in the sober government office as you walk in the front door. At the counter, there is a lines of people, essentially walked into a DMV. As you wait to get up to the front, is everybody else with you? Or is it just Moonlight? I'll go. I'll go with. Moon- Moonlight looks for a number to take. There's one there. There's a dispenser. They walk up and kind of... Jump up to grab a number. <laughs> get back in line. Your number gets called. You go up front. And at one of the desks, they... How can I help you? Hey, we are a traveling circus, and we are looking to possibly rent a plot of land and uh, get a permit to perform, put up advertising. You have a few different options when it comes to locale. But we'll have to clear it with some of the higher-ups. What is your name and where can we find you? I'm Moonlight Shadow Dance, and... It's jotting down notes. We're, we're uh, currently on the Geode Center. Looks up at you and with a single finger pushes up his glasses. You'll be staying on the boat? Um, no, I'm sure we will have to get lodging in the city. We just don't have any yet. And once we have a plot of land, we can put up... Our wagons and tents there. I see. Go ahead and give me a diplomacy check. Darting off hot with a four. Let's see if I can four. aid. I should be able to aid. I can aid. I can't fail. I can't even fail to aid. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're trained, dude. I critically succeed. So that gives a what? A plus? What are you? I'm only trained. trained. Plus two. So I add plus two. two. So 36. Which, I mean, still really high for That's still like really commoners. high. <laughs> it is. The man... Looks down his glasses at you for a moment and then takes them off and says, All right, all right, we can uh, do something for you. There's a uh, currently a plot where there's uh, 
where a corral for livestock was before the rancher moved and sold that plot. Currently, the city owns it, and in the meantime, you can have it. Assuming that you are putting up a circus, you will pay 10% of the circus's earnings to us to charge for the space. 10%? It's a little higher than our last place. I think you will find very quickly that the numerous amounts of guests from everywhere in the Inner Sea region and beyond will bring you many new customers, night overnight. Okay, well as long as the space is large enough for our huge tent, <laughs> I think it's technically it's a huge tent. <laughs> I suspect it will be sufficient. And our uh, various, because we also have uh, animal pens and stuff for our, sh- our shows and performers and whatnot. He's been writing on this sheaf of paper mostly while he's been talking with you and at the end of it, he takes out a stamp and just poof, puts it down on the desk, hands it to you and says let me know if the space isn't sufficient enough but in the meantime, next! Moonlight bows and walks out. Each pie does too, as is Bernard. Finally, out of the darklands, back to the surface, back with the circus and all of our friends. But what happens now? Find out next time as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.